On today's Locked On Texan podcast, Cody and I continue with our training camp preview and we dive into some of the Texans' latest news. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a Tuesday episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Texans is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with the eBay Guarantee Fit ebaymotors.com let's ride ebay guarantee fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply <clears throat> today's show is jam-packed so what a fan matt thank you for our everyday listeners every monday through friday for checking us out if you are new to the locked on Texan podcast be sure to subscribe like and comment make sure you stick around Guys, I'm super excited to talk about the safety group today and talk about Jonathan Joseph being added to this coaching staff for training camp. But there's no way we're starting this show off without discussing the nephew, C.J. Stroud, signing his rookie deal right before training camp. I just want to call him Big Money. Hmm. Big Money can hold something. <laughs> yes, right? sir. The Texans and C.J. Stroud have agreed to terms on his four-year contract for his rookie deal. He gets $36.3 million overall with a signing bonus of $23.38 million, all fully guaranteed. He gets his entire signing bonus, excuse me, up front. And to clarify that, the contract is fully guaranteed. And C.J. Stroud right now is currently sitting on 23 M's because the signing bonus was given to him right when, uh, right, listen, right, right when the ink dried up, he had his money in his account. So when we look at CJ Stroud, the money that he's getting now, does that change the expectations for the Houston Texans, Cody? No, if anything, it just clarifies that D'Amico Rines and Nick Casario, they are all bought in on CJ Stroud being this team's new franchise quarterback for the for at least the next four years. And really quick, I do want to mention this. God bless you. Really quick, I do want to mention this. Say what you want about the man, but shout out to David Malagella. This is the second quarterback with a fully guaranteed contract. We know who the first one is. And you know, but you know, just shout out to CJ, man. I like it only because John, you remember going through the draft process. There was so many negativity about CJ. Um, you know, about the S what was it? The S two test scores or whatever the case might be. But you know, shout out to that young man. And I do believe that he's gonna take this franchise to the next level. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just going to piggyback off of you. Uh, I don't think this is a higher expectation conversation. It's just a reiteration conversation. Hey, we mm -hmm. believe in you. We believe that you're going to be our quarterback for the future. We're going to take care of you now. <laughs> so mm -hmm. when it's time to get that money right later on, we have the wins, we have the expectations, we have everything to back it up. So I think both sides got a deal done that they really do like for the new franchise quarterback. Now, Cody, looking at Jonathan Joseph over the weekend, Jonathan Joseph was among the Texans' 2023 Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching and Nunn Wooten Scouting Fellows. 
as he is officially a part of the Texans coaching staff during training camp. Of course, Jonathan Joseph will work with the DBs. Remember, he spent nine seasons in Houston, was a part of that very good early 2010 Texan team, uh, two All-Pros, a couple of Pro Bowl appearances. Uh, he'll get started with coaching. Once camp kicks off, Cody, I do want to ask you what impact can Joseph potentially have on the young DBs? I know for me, he's been widely regarded as a smart football player and as a coach. Coach has been attached to his name for a very mm. long time by different guys in and around the league. Whatever knowledge he gave to Kareem, uh, Kareem Jackson back when he arrived in 2011, it's the same knowledge that he'll be able to pass on as a coach to Derek Stingley. So the game don't change, only the recipients do. Jackson heavily benefited from Jonathan Joseph's arrival. Uh, his rookie year, he allowed nearly 1,000 yards. That was cut down by nearly 400 yards the following year with Jonathan Joseph when he arrived to Houston. He also cut down on the yak yards. And from that point on, from the arrival of Jonathan Joseph, you saw Kareem Jackson get better until he settled in at that nickel position uh, in year four with Jonathan Joseph, I believe. And so looking at the arrival of Joseph back then, uh, yes, the effects was felt on the field. Now we'll see potentially the effects felt from the sideline as a coach passing on their knowledge. And I think everything that he did for Kareem Jackson is going to showcase in all of the young defensive backs that the Houston Texans will have going into training camp. But of course, the main two guys we always talk about, Jalen Petrie and Derek Finley Jr. And both of these guys are coming into their second season with Pro Bowl caliber potential. And I like the fact that when you have a guy, Jonathan Joseph, who played this game at, at, at a very high level, I love the fact that even more so for Derrick Stanley Jr. because he has another prominent mentor that he can utilize over these next couple of weeks in order to get back to the promising cornerback that we saw in LSU. And, John, I think we can all agree, and I believe we talked about this last week when we previewed the cornerback group, how everything that went wrong with Derrick Stanley Jr. was either contributed to either health or due to the subpar coaching that was going on with former head coach Lovey Smith. Now he looked healthy doing OTAs in mandatory minicamp. You no longer have Lovey Smith putting you in some type of box where you can't play to your best full attribute on the field. You're going to have better coaching with Coach D'Amico Ryans and defensive coordinator Matt Burks, and just adding Jonathan Joseph is definitely going to help him get closer to that Pro Bowl caliber potential we know Derrick Stingley Jr. can be. And I think also, and also overall, I just think adding Jonathan Joseph is definitely going to help solidify something that you and I talked about last week, and that is the secondary is going to be the best version of this Houston Texans defense. This episode is brought to you by Bear to Help. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while navigating through your life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your core values is like anything you make it, you move it, you practice it. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapy, switch therapists, excuse me, anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your roadmap with BetterHelp Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. H E L P dot com slash locked on. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans. Tomorrow is the big day, the first day of trading camp for the 2023 campaign. John, I don't know about you, but this is the most excited I have been covering the Houston Texans entering training camp because. For the very first time in a long time, the Texans are going into training camp with some with some stability, some promising coaching, some talent on both sides of the ball. And I'm just excited to see what the 2023 campaign will bring. We'll get into all of our how many wins are they going to win? And you know, what what about this? What does success look like? We're going to get into all that, but of course, tomorrow. First day of training camp, we're going to continue here with our second to last position preview as we look into the safety group. Out of all of the positions that Nick Asirio, Coach D'Amico Rhines, changed, revamped during free agency, through trades, through the draft, I believe that this safety core might have been the one position where it really didn't change that much. I think the biggest loss was the departure of Jonathan Owens, but you replaced him with Jimmy Ward, which means you got even better. And the safety still has a lot of depth when you look at guys like MJ Stewart, Graylin Arnold, who I definitely believe is going to get a lot more snaps in 2023. Eric Murray, John, one of your all-time favorite players. And they already have a guy at the hems that we know is going to be the primary safety. And, of course, that second-year prospect, Jalen Petrie. John, going into training camp, I, I view this group as arguably the strongest out of every single position group that the Houston Texans have because – Every single position group, whether it's the running back, wide receiver, quarterback, the, the defensive line, linebacker, we all have some type of concerns. Who's going to be number one? Who's going to who's going to help fill out the depth? Like there's so much that we are banking on. There's so much that we don't know. This safety core. Because when you take a look at the second-year development of a Jalen Pichu, you look at the addition of Jimmy Ward. Like I just mentioned, your depth is still there. You already have a sense on what this safety group is going to be about, not just in training camp, but throughout the 2023 season. I know for me, guys, it's simply looking at how Jimmy Ward is going to take this safety group and get it to the next level. Plain and simple. He came to Houston to play safety, which I I believe that he absolutely will, no doubt about it. But what I also want to see, I kind of want to see Houston – use his versatility, man, right? Like, mm-hmm. he played some corner last year and played damn good for the San Francisco 49ers. But ultimately, be the star safety we've seen him be in the past, plain and simple. Uh, Jimmy Ward only allowed 187 yards on 17 catches in his last full season he played at safety. He's a dynamic player that I also think will help clean up on some of those missed tackles. 
from the third level, something that Houston was plagued with a lot last year. And I also think that when we look at the addition of Jonathan Jones and him helping out Jay, I mean, uh, Derek Stingley, the addition of Jimmy Ward, a guy that's been a mm. sure tackle player since he got in the league, I think that addition on field will help uh, J- Jalen Petrie as well, the guy from Big Ten that we drafted last year. Amazing rookie year. I thought should at least been a pro bowler at the very least. So that's what I'm looking forward to. We're talking about previewing the safety. Only two safeties get out on the field at one time. Now, I do want to see how the depth plays out. I like Graylin Arnold. I liked Graylin Arnold, Arnold last year, guys. And I think that Graylin Arnold, because he can be effective for you on special teams, uh, I think that when you look at the battle between Arnold, MJ Stewart, and Eric Murray. Um, <laughs> Who's still here, by the way? What's just surprising? <laughs> you need somebody. But I, I look at Graylin Arnold as a guy that I really want to see him take a step uh, away from that group of guys, especially away from Eric Murray, who is already on the last year of his contract, so he won't be returning. I like Graylin Arnold. MJ Stewart is a player that in his opportunities hasn't looked bad. So he's, he's another guy that I think would be some good depth for Houston, also be very good for special teams. But overall, this group is going to be not highlighted by the arrival of Jimmy Ward, but I think the arrival of Jimmy Ward is going to is, is what's going to stamp this group. Mm-hmm. So again, I would love to see Houston get creative in in in, in, in certain situations. Man, let's see. Put him out there in corner. He's very good at it last year. Versatile player. Can can be very, you know, effective for you in two levels. Um, and how Jalen Petrie feeds off him as a player going into his second year. The one thing I love most about the Jimmy Ward signing is the fact that this is a young man who has already played and coached D'Amico Ryan's defense. And not only that, he's also a guy who has credit Coach D'Amico Ryan's for helping him get to that next level. Yeah. And he's a guy that's going to be able to lead by example by doing exactly, it on the field. exactly. And knowing what how good that San Francisco 49ers defense was, I'm pretty sure that he's going to make sure that it replicates here in the city of Houston. And since we're talking about the safety, John, and of course, when you look at the addition of Jonathan Joseph being a defensive backs coach throughout training camp. I go back to what I saw in OTAs and what I saw in mandatory minicamp. And almost every single day, that safety group, headlined by Stingley, Petrie, Ward, those three guys were continuously flying around the ball. And I look at how decent the secondary was over the last two seasons under um, Coach Lovey Smith. There is no way in the world that this safety group, well, the secondary group, is it going to get even better knowing that not only do you have talent, but that talent is getting smarter. That talent has gotten better. That talent has developed. And then you add in a coach who knows how to get the best out of his players. I know we're talking about the safety group today, but overall this secondary unit is going to lead this defense. Welcome back in, Locked On Texan listeners and viewers. There's no way we was going to close out today's show. We talked about the safety group previewing that position without talking about sophomore Jalen Petrie, Big 12 product, Baylor product, hometown product, a guy that I thought should be a pro bowler last season, 
Phenomenal mm-hmm. rookie year. Looking at Jalen Petrie's second year, we kind of just talked about it a little bit. The addition of Jimmy Ward, you know, looking at what Jonathan Joseph was able to do for Kareem Jackson at the time while they were still playing, Jimmy Ward can possibly have that same effect for Jalen Petrie. The one thing that I'm looking forward to, guys, is plain and simple, cutting down on those mixed tackles. Hmm. And I think another thing that I want to see is something that Jalen Petrie doesn't necessarily control. I want to see those tackle numbers come down. Right? Like, I, I don't want to see Jalen Petrie. Uh, how, how many tackles? Over 100 tackles last year? I want to say if he didn't lead the lead, if he didn't lead the team in tackles, he was second. I think it was him and Jonathan Owens. And I was going to say, Jonathan Owens, I think he led the team in, in, in tackles. There was one and two. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to see that in in year two. Now that's going to be, you know, that's going to be placed upon the shoulders of the of the D line, of mm-hmm. the linebacking group, linebacker group. But I just don't want to see my safety here in Houston if I'm a coach with that much wear and tear early on, right? So so far in Jimmy Ward's career, who's been a Pro Bowler, right? Who's had you know I think an All Pro season, maybe it was an All Pro. Second team, I can't remember, but he's for sure made a pro bowler. Uh, 20 combined tackles, 57 combined tackles, 53 combined tackles, 32 combined tackles. The highest he's had in a season, 77 two seasons ago. Jalen Petrie in year one, yeah, he had over 100 <laughs> tackles. 147. Led the team, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not – that's not something that I want to – want that to be a trend if I'm a coach. And if if I'm – if listen, if I'm D'Amico Ryans, I'm looking at the landscape of this team, and I am calling for Perriman, Harris, uh, Littleton, right now Christian Kirksey, that entire linebacker group. You guys need to step it up because we got a guy we're going to have to pay in a couple of years – and I want to make sure that when the time is by the time we get ready to pay him, because we're really about to go on a run to actually make a you know contender for a championship, he's healthy enough to play a full season. Last year was just too many tackles. Yeah. Um, for me, year two, Jalen Petrie, I just want to see him just continue his development. The big question for him going into training camp, going into his second year, is can he continue the success that we saw throughout his rookie season? And, John, you say to hear twice on this show today that you wish he would have been a Pro Bowl caliber player as a rookie. I will 100% agree, but I do believe with the Houston Texans being better this season, there is no way in the world Jalen Petrie should end his sophomore season without that honor being added to his name. I'm placing that type of expectation on Jalen Petrie this season. I just want to see this guy not only live up to what he showcased during his rookie season, but just continue to get better because this young man is going to be special in this league. He's electric. I don't want to put a tag on what player he reminds me of just yet. But when we revisit the Jalen Petrie conversation, then I'll bring it up because I do want to see him in year two with somebody alongside of him that's going to make his job a whole lot easier and a scheme that isn't going to force the seven guys in front of him to make – mental mistakes because of what they're used to doing, right? And I think that was an issue last year. But I do think that Jalen Petrie is a young star 
for Houston. No doubt about it. And I think a young star in the NFL. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texan podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texan podcast wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Follow us on X at Locked On Texans. Follow me on X at John underscore Hickman 12. And we may post this on X and it could be an X video. <laughs> So that why he didn't just put a T that is so stupid, but anyways, as always, you can follow me on thread at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Because is it still called Twitter or is it just called X at this point? I, I, it's officially X, that's so dumb, but. Training camp starts tomorrow. You you you'll be able to find all my work on Thread. Just just nice and simple Thread. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.